Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And Tuesday rolls around quickly, doesn't it? We're back with another update on breaking news as it's happened overnight out of Israel and the Middle East. And the man with his finger on the pulse is Ron Ross, back with us. Hello, Ron. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Ron, some serious headlines to be talking about today. Let's start with one where there's been one killed, 29 injured, after explosions reported at an Iraqi Shia military base. Uh, What's the story? Yeah, one person was killed, and as you say, 29 others were injured after explosions were reported at a base of Iranian-backed Shia militia south of Baghdad, Iraq, according to Sky News Arabia. The explosions were caused by shells hitting the base held by popular mobilization units known as PMU, located in the Abu Dushia area, according to preliminary information. An unidentified craft carried out the attack on the base to which the PMU recently transferred heavy weapons and missiles. Two attacks have hit bases held by Iranian-backed Shia militia in Iraq since the beginning of July. Well, we know that the Iranians propose a significant threat to people in Israel. Let's pick up on another headline, Ron, where Iranians on a holy pilgrimage to Mecca have been chanting, death to America, death to Israel. How does this story unfold? There are Iranians who gathered in Islam's holy city of Mecca in Saudi Arabia over the weekend for the annual Hajj pilgrimage called for Israel's destruction and chanted death to America. The Middle East Media Research Institute, Memory, reported the chants at the ceremony held at Mecca's Mount Arafat, citing a translation of a segment of the ceremony aired by Iran's Irin TV station on Saturday. According to Memory's translation of the ceremony segment, an Iran TV anchor declared the cries of death to America and death to Israel reverberated at the disavowal of polytheists ceremony held at the plain of Arafat in Mecca. The annual five-day pilgrimage to Mecca is a -a once-in-a-lifetime requirement for all Muslims who are physically and financially capable of making the journey. It's considered one of the five pillars of Islam. Ron, we might assume that Christians in the Middle East might have some level of optimism about their future, but there's one headline here to draw attention to where from Iraq, an Iraqi archbishop says extinction is coming for Christians in the Middle East. It's not an optimistic outlook. What does this headline tell us? Chaldean Archbishop Bashar Wada of Erbil offered a grim prediction for the future of Christianity in the Middle East, saying recurring Islamic purges will inevitably lead to the extinction of Christians. Although the Islamic State invasion of Iraq in 2014 led to the displacement of more than 125,000 Christians from historical homelands and despoiled the Christian community of homes, employment and churches, this event was far from unique. This was an exceptional situation, 
but it's not an isolated one, he said. It was part of the recurring cycle of violence in the Middle East over more than 1,400 years, he said, in what is leading to be the gradual eradication of Christians from the area. With each successive cycle, the number of Christians drops till today we're at the point of extinction, Water said. Will the truth emerge about after our disappearance that we were persistently and steadily eliminated over the course of 1,400 years by a belief system which allowed for recurring cycles of violence against Christians like the Ottoman genocide 1916 to 1922, he said. Ron, let's come back to Iran and connections into the Palestinians because there's a story about overnight where Iran is increasing Hamas funding to $30 million a month in exchange for intel on Israel. How does this one look? Yeah, Iran has agreed to raise its monthly payments to, would you believe, $30 million a month in exchange for intelligence on Israel missile stockpiles, Israel's Channel 12 reported, in a meeting last month in Tehran between a delegation of senior Hamas officials and Iran's Supreme Leader Ayatollah Khamenei, Hamas also requested help from Tehran to get closer to the Syrian regime after ties were cut during the country's civil war, and the, the report said, citing unnamed Arab source. Tehran promised a massive hike in funding for the terror group, which currently hovers around $7 million a month, should it succeed in supplying intelligence on the location of IDF missile sites. Ron, not all the stories around are bad news today. There's some good news on the horizon where the story Israeli researchers have developed a successful vaccine for skin cancer. What's the story here? Yeah, what a great story for Aussies. It is. Researchers at Tel Aviv University have developed a nanoparticle that can be used to vaccinate against melanoma skin cancer, Tel Aviv University have announced. In our study, we have shown that it's possible to produce an effective nano-vaccine against melanoma and to sensitize the immune system to immunotherapies. Our research opens up a whole new approach, the vaccine approach, to effective treatment of melanoma, even in the advanced stages of the disease, Professor Sacha Fanino explained. Well, let's hope the processes are in place and that sort of vaccine can, as you say, Ron, affect us here in Australia as much as the rest of the world that battles with these challenges of skin cancer. Uh, let's talk about Israeli soldiers unearthing something of a significant archaeological nature, a watchtower from King Hezekiah's reign. Israeli paratroopers and archaeologists announced they unearthed the remains of a 2,700-year-old watchtower at an undisclosed location in southern Israel. Archaeologists from the Israel Antiquities Authority say they cannot reveal the exact location for security purposes, but did say that it sits on an elevated location, which is a good place for a watchtower. The tower was likely used as a watchtower for the protection of Israel. A watchman stationed in the tower would be able to see approaching enemies. 
The towers were also useful for communication between the national border and Jerusalem. The watchmen used smoke to communicate during the day and fire at night. And Ron, another significant archaeological find to finish up our conversation on today, but as we know, manuscript evidence for the Bible is often uncovered in different forms, and so there's a copy of the Gospel written in Greek that has been found in Mosul in Iraq. A rare copy of the Gospel handwritten in Greek and translated into Aramaic was found in the debris of a destroyed Orthodox church in Mosul, Iraq, the Association of Orthodox Journalists have reported. According to the Orthodoxia News Agency, the priest from one of the Orthodox churches in Mosul, to which the manuscript was transferred, believes this discovery is invaluable. It serves as an additional confirmation of Christianity in Iraq and as a symbol of the fact that Christians want to return to Mosul in their homes, said Tortilus Massad. The clergyman urged everyone who found religious books in the city during the great upheavals of the past several years to contact him personally. Our aim is to maintain this legacy, the priest added. Until 2014, when the ancient city of Mosul was captured by ISIS terrorists, the area was considered to be the historic centre of Nestorian Christianity. Well, always exciting to hear of uh, the Word being in written form as part of the spread of the Gospel message and therefore early Christianity. Ron Ross, just great getting your insights as usual every week and look forward to another update same time next week. But Ron Ross, thanks for being with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.